0: Welcome to a refreshing podcast from Life Church. Get ready; the Word of God will be planted into your heart and will produce God's best in your life. Now let's welcome Pastor Maurice to the stage. Come on, Pastor! Give us that word. Sit and teach. <laughs> thank you, Pastor Ernst. Good mo- oh, good afternoon. Yeah, thank you. I feel like John Maxwell. <laughs> I'm gonna sit. i I'm am a little tired, so that's why I'm sitting. Um, but um, I'm good to—I'm glad to see all of you. Oh, Jesus is Lord. His grace is great. His love for you is tremendous. I'm honored to be here for your pastors' Appreciation Day. Let's give it up for Pastor Ertz and First Lady LaShan. Yeah! Look at her lady in red, looking beautiful. Um, I don't usually do Pastor Appreciation Services. So when Pastor Ernst asked me, I was a little, you know, stumped. So I was praying about what I'm going to minister to you um, at this time. And I was laying down, meditating, and the voice of the Lord came to me clearly. And he said, I will give you shepherds. And I just jumped up and I said, oh, that's a scripture. And from there... The Lord gave me what I'm going to minister today to you. Amen. Amen. This is um, a message that really esteems your leaders, but it also shows you how much God loves you. Jesus um, had an amazing encounter with a religious man by the name of Nicodemus. At night. I call it Nick at night. (laughs) And um, and by the way, I'm not going to be long. There's a lot of food out there. I'm hungry. So this won't be a 45-minute teaching. Trust me. I want that lasagna, so cut my piece, please. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So Jesus is talking to this old religious leader. And he tells him that you must be born again. But in that same talk with him, he makes a statement to him. He said, for God so loved the world. Now, many times when you hear that, it's just like a thing we've quoted, things we've seen on a plaque at a basketball game or something like that. And we don't take, we don't really realize in the context of what it was spoken. Jesus actually speaking to one old man. And he's giving him a revelation about God's salvation plan and God's love. And he says, for God so loved the world. You may think it's just about the Jews, Nicodemus, but it's about the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's me. That whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And notice what it says. God so loved the world that he gave. So God's love is expressed to you by his giving. When I first started um, Winner's Church, which was at the time called Liberty Christian Center, the very first sermon I preached was God is a giver, and he wants to give to you. The very pla- The very first place you start in your relationship with Father God and the Lord Jesus Christ is that he is a giver because he loves you so much. One of the things you'll see in the scriptures, he'll say I will will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I will receive you. I will bless you. I will make your name great. I will heal you. All these I wills come out of his love for you. And one of the greatest things he said in Jeremiah 3.15 is this, and I will give you shepherds according to my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Life Church, God the Father loves you so much that he gave you Pastor Ernst and First Lady Lashan. These are shepherds after his own heart who are feeding you with knowledge and understanding. How many of you been to other churches before? How many of you know that you're not getting, that you didn't always get that great word that you're getting here? Come on, testify. Or, unless you went to a good church, but, you know, many times you wasn't. Pastor Ernst and your First Lady are sticklers for the word. Of course, they came from me. But anyway, I've got to get a little glory. But they're into the word. They're into teaching and feeding the people. They're not into sensationalizing you and just giving you anything that will do and taking from you. They are feeders of the word of God. That's what Jesus told Peter. He said, feed my sheep. But I want to focus on this part. And I will give you shepherds according to my heart. And my outline today will come from the different translations of this scripture. So, in the CEB translation, it says, I will give you, I will appoint you shepherds with whom I am pleased. So, the first point is, God has given you shepherds with whom he is pleased. So Lashan, Pastor Ernst, I want to let you know that God is pleased with you. As we celebrate you guys today, how come you guys not together? So I can look at both of you I keep going back and forth this way. Anyway, God is pleased with the both of you. You have brought him pleasure. You have gratified your father. And he is pleased with you. Jesus heard those words from his father at his baptism. I just discovered another scripture recently that says before Moses even grew up, that God was pleased with him. You know why? Because there's something good in Pastor Ernst. There's something good in, firstly, Lashan. And before they even started this church, God was pleased with them because of who they are as his son and as his daughter. But now... There's another level of pleasure they have brought to God. These are people who live by faith. The Bible says, he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a water of those that diligently seek him. And it says, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. They are pleasing God because they're living by faith. They've been through some great trials, but they've come out victorious on the other side. And guess what? They are served as examples to you of how to trust God, how to walk by faith and not by sight. And they brought pleasure to God. They've also brought pleasure to God because they live lives of integrity. Paul said, our aim is that we may please him. Pastor Ernst's aim, first let me, Leshan's aim is to please God. No, why is that a big deal on this pastor appreciation day? Because there's a lot of pastors and first ladies who don't give a rip about pleasing God. All they care about is enriching themselves. All they care about is giving themselves platform to feed their ego. But that is not the case with your pastors. Can we give them a hand? Come on now. I was just reading, I saw a particular pastor, I'm going to name my names, who I heard was getting back with his ex-wife, and I like this guy, I think he has a fresh anointing that's on his life now, fresh wind is blowing. But I remembered that he was dating Tweet, remember Tweet, the R&B singer? It was very public, so I thought, oh, he's getting back with his wife okay, that's cool, whatever, if that's happening. So I said, okay, what happened with Tweet? So, you know, Google. (laughs) (laughs) So Tweet comes up and there was an interview that she did, I forgot with who, her and her daughter, who are both, you know, they're both born again, they both got converted, both Christians. And um, she said, in this interview, I will never go to anyone's church again. I will never give tithes to anybody's church. Her and her daughter both said the same thing. She said, the things I have seen in church, I'm like, really? That's what y'all do? Remember, she comes from a total secular world. She's thinking, and of course she has to grow, but she's thinking, you guys are different. She said, the man I was dating, and I'm assuming, but I'm pretty sure this is it, had a baby on me when I was dating him. And then, when you trace it back, this particular pastor is very famous. Already had children out of wedlock before he got married. Fine, got married, had kids. Then cheated on his wife another person. But since that time, has had another baby out of wedlock with somebody in California. And only why it came to light is because the woman took him to court for child support and took a paternity test, and he admitted that he is the father. I'm pretty sure that's with, that's the connection. Guess what? You don't have to worry about that. You may think, oh, yeah, just every, every pastor lives right. Not so. Small churches, big churches, mid-sized churches, pastors are living some crazy lives. But you have two pastors who live holy. Can you shout about that? It's not like Pastor Ernst is ugly. It's not like he's hard on the eyes. And ways, fi- you know, come on, uh, never mind, I ain't going to get to that. It's not like he can't get somebody else. It's not like your first lady can't pull another brother. But they are committed to each other and they're committed to pleasing Jesus. So you are blessed because you have pastors that have made it their, their, their commitment to live lives pleasing to the Father, and that's not light. So, Ernst and Lashan, heaven celebrates you. The Father God celebrates you. Jesus Christ, the Holy Ghost celebrates you today because you live a life that's pleasing to Him. And, Life Church, you should be grateful. The CSB translation says, I will give you shepherds who are loyal to me. So the second thing I want to tell you is that God has given you shepherds who are loyal to him, faithful to him. And because they are loyal to him, they are loyal to you. Now, how many of you have ever been counseled by Pastor Ernst or First Lady Lashan? Raise your hand. Raise your hand high. you have giving them counsel. Okay. Now, how many of you know, they tell me everything? (laughs) No, they tell me everything. I'm their pastor. I'm their guy. (laughs) I'm their spiritual dad. They tell me everything. However, they don't tell me everything about you. Unless it's something necessary that they need to tell me, the secrets of this church are kept between themselves. I've watched them. They don't know that I'm watching them. I've watched them. I've observed them. Your pastors are not gossips. Your pastors hold their water because they're loyal to God, and by being loyal to the Father, they're loyal to you. You're hearing it from the big dog. (laughs) Isn't that good news? He said, that's great news. That you can be trusted. I can look at you right now and say I don't know nothing about really any of you. I mean, some things, some things they have to tell me because you know they need my advice, counsel. I have to know some details. But then I got something about you. If Pastor Ernst cannot name names, he will not tell me. If I want to know, who, 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 who's that? Who's that? Is (laughs) that Pastor? You don't need to know all that. Just. Amen. And I know First Lady ministers to a lot of the women. I don't know who the woman is out that she goes out with. I don't know what she says. I just know that she ministers to you guys. He ministers to you guys, and they do it with faithfulness. Amen? Amen. That's good news. So when you're celebrating your pastors today, think about that. When, the, when this day is over, and next week comes, and the next month comes, and the weeks after that come, think about how loyal your pastors are to you. I know pastors who will talk about their church members like like are dogs. They don't care about them. And then we get this thing called church hurt. They'll even preach on you. Has your pastor preached on you? No. Somebody's like, yeah. No, he hasn't. Your first lady, your pastor's never taken what you've told them or some of the maybe sins in the congregation and used it against you. Because they are loyal people. First loyal to the Father and then loyal to you. That's something to be excited about. Amen? Next one. The C, the, 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 um, I wrote this down. Sophia says, oh, you and Daddy chat too much. Chit-chat too much. She hears us talking. But in that chit-chat, we're talking about a lot of stuff, talk about ministry, talk about church life, but the chit-chat, she can never say that, oh, yeah, my dad was talking about this person. My mom was talking about that person. Yeah, they're talking about the church like a dog. She won't grow up with that testimony. She will grow up saying that my, my parents are loyal pastors, first to God, then to their congregation. Amen? Okay. The message Bible says this, MSG, I will give you... Shepherd rulers who will rule my way. Wow. So the third thing I'm gonna say is that God has given you shepherds who rule his way. You do not want leaders who do things their way. You don't want do you don't want leaders who do things just to please the crowd. Because when that happens, it hinders the anointing, it hinders the flow of the spirit. And it stifles the vision of the kingdom. When you have leaders that rule God's way, guess what? You don't get manipulated. You don't get beat up. And you are loved properly. Amen. There are rulers who make you call them dad and pop. There are rulers. You don't go to another church unless you check with me. Some of you are frowning, like, really? This is Brooklyn. You don't know what's going on? Come on. Don't act like you don't know what's going on. This is Brooklyn. Brooklyn's gangster with it. Queens, not so much. But Brooklyn? <laughs> but Brooklyn? Y'all are gangster with the congregation. A matter of fact, I got people, pastors told me, now, nah, Brooklyn's another breed. I said, yeah. <laughs> I had bishops tell me, Brooklyn's a whole other game. They're serious about their territory. But you don't have pastors who are territorial. Because they understand that all the people they're leading are God's sheep anyway. Yes. Yes. So they're able to rule you, lead and rule you with love. Yes. And not manipulation. And not bow breach you. To, make, to control you. To bring you into subjection. So you won't leave. So you won't do this. So you won't do that. No. They understand that God has given you liberty. And they preach that freedom and that liberty to you. Because they are shepherds and leaders who rule his way. Yes. Are you grateful? Touch your heart and say, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I love the way they lead. I love the way they rule. Jesus said to people, like I said earlier, he said, feed my sheep. Not beat my sheep. Not control my sheep. Not manipulate my sheep. And it's not a light thing when you have leaders who lead God's way. Some of you came in here late. Did your pastor give you an attitude? Will he give you an attitude after church is over? Some of you have been consistently late. Has he given you an attitude? No. You laugh, but there are churches where the pastor will bow, and the people, you came late. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my best appreciation. How dare you come late? Yeah. Is Pastor Ernst doing that? Will he do that? Because he rules and leads God's way. The Holy Spirit is giving you insight into your leaders today. And He's increasing your honor and your appreciation for them. And not letting you treat them casual as if, oh, every pastor's like this. Every pastor is not like this. Every first lady is not like this. And you have to go in prayer and say, thank you, Jesus, for good leaders. Thank you, Jesus, for good shepherds that my children won't be turned off from the gospel because the leaders are whack, because the leaders are crazy, because the leaders are control freaks. Thank you that I can bring my husband here, and you're going to be like, I ain't going to that church with all those crazy people. I can bring my boyfriend here. I can bring my girlfriend here. Whoever it is that's in your life, you can bring them here knowing that you have amazing leaders. Amen? You want to rejoice about that? They rule God's way. They rule with love. And here's the last one. Told you, I'm ready for that lasagna. <laughs> the NIRV says, I will give you shepherds who are dear to my heart. So the fourth and the final thing I want to say it to you, God has given you leaders Who are dear to his heart. And how you treat them matters. I'm going to say it again. God has given you leaders that are dear to his heart. And how you treat them matters. Ernst, Lashan, wherever she is. (laughs) You're dear to the heart of God. You know parents who are into their kids, especially mothers, they'll say, that's my heart. That's my heart, right? Take the pictures on Instagram and Facebook, that's my heart right there. I live for them. I met one man who told me, actually a former member of my church, he's moved away. He said, oh, I live and breathe for my children. I said, okay, bro, that's a little too much, but okay. That's what he said. He named his three his his two daughters and his granddaughter, and said, I live and breathe for them. Well, what about your wife? (laughs) You know, but I got his point. I'm into my kids. What I'm doing, I do for them. They're dear to my heart. And God the Father is saying to Life Church today, Pastor Ernst, your first lady Lashan, they're dear to my heart. And how you treat them is how you're treating me. What you do for them is what you're doing for me. How many of you love the Lord? How many of you cherish the Lord? Then cherish your pastors. Make leadership easy for them. How do you do that? By being faithful to the Father. Being disciplined in your walk with God. Volunteering. Here's the big one, giving. Giving. This guy, like, like me, like other pastors, we're believing God for the finances, believing God that everything will come as it's supposed to, and God's favor is working, God's moving. But sometimes people are stubborn in their giving, and guess what happens? You make it more heavy for the leader. God has blessed you. God has given you some good stuff. You need to be generous Sow into your leader's life. Sow into the church. Be a tither. Be faithful givers. Pastor Ernst has been pastoring for eight years now. Am I correct? Nine years. Nine, nine years. Have you seen him take the money and spend it himself? Just a portion that belongs to him. Look at where he's led you now, him and, and first lady, to this building. He's been trying to do it for years. He was just waiting on God's timing. And when God <coughs> said, go, he went. Why? Because he wanted more for you. I know leaders who move and get bigger buildings and more expensive stuff because they want more for them. Makes them look better. Pastor Ernst didn't take the responsibility to make himself look better. Trust me, he didn't. He did it so he can expand the kingdom and move further in destiny for life, church. He's dear to the heart of God. Your first lady is dear to the heart of God. Treat them like precious china. I will give you shepherds who are what? Dear to my heart. There's a woman in my church. And now I'm 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 a real I'm an optimist but I'm a realist too. Did I say optimist, realist. So how many want to be blessed financially? Now I notice how they do in church. Okay, the last part is the giving, but no, I'm not playing no games with you. I'm just want to show you something. How many want to be blessed financially? Raise your hand high. I want to be blessed financially. Say I want to be blessed. <laughs> say I want to be blessed financially. Now, the men don't say this, but the ladies say, I want money, honey. I said, the men don't say What man said that? I I said some men. You suspect. Now, let me (laughs) stop. All the ladies say, I want money, honey. (laughs) Look at the lady and say, lady, honey, I want money. (laughs) Amen. All the men say, yeah. Yeah. Give me some money, son. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Okay, okay. One of the greatest ways to have increase is by giving to your leader. I'm not even joking. Paul said to the Philippian church, when you give to me, you are partakers of my grace. The favor of my life jumps on you. Then he said, no other church that I ministered to, that I established, was giving to me regularly except you guys. And then he gave that famous scripture we love to quote, and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ. That was specifically to the Philippian church because of their giving to the Apostle Paul. And he said there was a heavenly account that was counting up their giving. So in my church, one of the wealthiest people in my church, she has a lot of money, she's single, she sold into my life $250 every single month without fail has been doing it I think for the last 3 years. So above my salary I'm getting 3 grand from one woman. And and mind you, she serves in our church. She also gives tithes and she gives big offerings. So not like okay I gave my tithe that's it. Okay I gave my offering that's it. Oh, I'm giving Pastor the I'm giving an no offering. No. She gives huge and I know she's generous to so many other people in her life. I have noticed over the years, those people who take care of their leaders, the church is taking care of. Those who withhold, things are withheld from Not because God doesn't love you, God doesn't care about you, but the favor is released through your generosity. There's a scripture that says, he that waters shall be watered himself. You ever been in a water fight? Okay, so you're going to be blowing everybody with water and they're going to be like, oh, okay. Nah, they're coming for you, right? You bomb them, they're bombing you, right? God says, bomb your leaders with money, and I'll bomb you with money. I believe that? Say, hey, I got the secret. Bomb your leaders with gifts, and God will bomb you with gifts. And you don't need to wait for Pastor Appreciation Day, because this person I'm talking about gives me money on Christmas, gives me money on my birthday. I'm like, my goodness. One day I was like, you, do you want me to stop? I said, no, keep going, keep going, keep going. (laughs) Keep going. There's a flow of grace that comes to people who honor leaders who are dear to the heart of God. If the apostle Paul was alive today, would you sow into his life? I sure would. If James, the half-brother of Jesus, was alive today, would you sow into his life? I sure would. Because we know the impact. We know who they are. Your leaders are great. They're blessed. They're good. They're worthy of your generosity. Amen? Amen? (laughs) Father, thank you. For these people, thank you for this time of celebrating Pastor Ernst and Lashan. We're going to hear some testimonies, Father, of all the ways they've blessed people, the way they've been good to people. Thank you that these words are not falling on deaf ears. You have given life, church, shepherds after your own heart. Shepherds who are loyal. Shepherds. Who please you. Shepherds who rule your way. Shepherds who are dear to your heart. Thank you for Pastor Ernst. Thank you for First Lady Lashen. Thank you for these precious leaders. May they multiply other shepherds who are loyal, who are faithful, who rule your way, who of course are dear to your heart and please you with their lives your word says that the pastor should be an example to the believers in spirit in word in faith they have been that and any good that comes to them they are worthy of it I thank you for them being my spiritual son and daughter I thank you for whatever impact I've had in their lives I pray that that grace would multiply in their lives. May favor abound towards them like never before. In the name of Jesus. This concludes today's message. If you need prayer, want to give a donation, or would like more information about Life Church, visit us at www.nylifechurch.com.